Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. You know, it was two, three, four, five weeks ago. I can't remember how long ago, but we had a get we had a person call into the show. Her name was Grace Ando. And she shared a testimony of the amazing work that God is doing in her life. And after the show, I called Grace and I said, Okay, I want to hear your story. And so today, in and out of a couple of other things we're doing today, Grace Ando from Karis Academy of Dance is joining us. And she's going to share the work that's happening in her life. So you never know when you call into I Work For Him where the end might end up on the radio. Several people have taken the time to share with us what God is doing. We bring them on. Because this is not about Jim and Martha Brangenberg. This is about the work that God is doing in our workplaces. And it's amazing. And when you hear stories of faith, it encourages everybody to do more and try more and just step out. So Grace Ando, welcome to I Work For Him. Thanks for having me. Well, we're just so grateful to have you. And so start talking a little bit of story on how how is Christ making a difference, making an impact in your life today? Christ is making an impact in my life. He's really just been um, waking me up to things. Um, you know, when Jesus went before he was crucified, he went to pray and he asked the disciples to pray with him. And then he went a little farther. And when he came back, they were asleep. And I've heard some people say before, um, like, how could they be sleeping? That was like the biggest moment uh, in time right there. They, they really needed it. But they were sleeping, I think, because uh, it was painful. It was stressful. There's a lot going on. So the Lord's just been teaching me um, that we're not supposed to be sleeping, even when life gets tough, when things are going on. That's when we're supposed to be fighting the battle. So he's just been teaching me a lot about 
waking up. I think he's calling um, his church as a whole to wake up. We've been sleeping on Facebook, on TV, um, on our phones. And I think that uh, that's something that he's just personally been convicting me with. Yeah, we were having a conversation this morning, Martha, weren't we, at Business His Way, our, our Christian Roundtable discussion group that we have on a monthly basis, which you can join if you're listening to us today. You lead a business, you run a business. Uh, we were talking about the 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 church being asleep. And, and yesterday with uh, with Ken Witten from, uh, from Idlewild, we talked about that compartmentalization. People live in compartmentalized lives, and, and Grace, you're so right that the church just needs to wake up. And, and we have a culture today that desperately needs us because we have the answer to all their questions. Jesus answers all those questions. Yet, yet we, I don't know, we kind of, we kind of took sanctuary in our sanctuaries and, and got very comfortable there. And we forgot to engage the culture. You know, and a little bit of time we have left before the, the break. Talk to me about how did you first find out about Jesus? Uh, I first found out about Jesus. Um, well, my, the Lord used my parents, um, I was very young and I was uh, very much a goody two shoes. I always was obsessed with doing the right thing. But um, when I would go to bed tonight uh, at night, I would just actually stay up and cry because I would think bad things like, oh, my dad's a meanie head. But that sounds silly, but it actually, the Lord used that to convict me. Like I couldn't control my thoughts and I knew that I could never be good enough. So um, the Lord just used that to show me that I needed him. And it was crazy because we were actually driving home from dance class. My mom was driving. I was in the back seat and we ended up parking the car. And um, that's when right there, the Lord was like, um, set me apart for himself. So that was cool. How long ago was that? How old were you? I was five. That's cool. Yeah. That's very, very cool. Martha, you had something you wanted to tell people. Yeah. I just was thinking about when Jim was saying, you know, that Grace called in and she shared her testimony a little bit and then she's on the show and that that could happen when people call in. I don't want people to be afraid to call in. <laughs> Number one, that's not it's not a scary thing to end up on the air with us, but we well, love to hear from could you. Could be okay. for some people. Okay, ask Grace later, but no. Um, but we love to hear from people, whether they want to email us or call in and share with us. And maybe even that will lead to someday them being on the air with we us. We had some fantastic emails mm-hmm. in the response to our reach out on the iWork Ram Nation yesterday. And so I, those people that responded, and I won't call you out on the air, thank you so much the encouragement and the challenge. Martha and I are willing to pray for you. If you'll let us know what you need prayer for in your workplace, we're willing to pray. All right, so Grace, you said on the air a few weeks back that you were just so moved by how God enabled you to open up this Academy of Dance that it's your heart and your passion, and God gave you your heart and your passion. Tell us a little bit of that story. Yes, it's actually a pretty long story. I have to start back at the beginning. I started dancing when I was um, three, and my parents put me in dance, and I just fell in love with it. And so by the time I was 11, I was literally dancing seven days a week. It was kind of an obsession for me. Um, <laughs> you could probably get counseling for that, I imagine. Yeah, well, <laughs> I might have needed it back then. I think I'm good now. But um, by the time I was 13, I started training more pre-professionally. Um, I got accepted to summer intensives. I was part of a scholarship youth ballet company. Um, and definitely, looking back, I know without a doubt that I was saved, but I was definitely not living for Christ. I was definitely living for myself and dance had become my idol. Mm. So um, it was definitely, yeah, like I said, it was an obsession for quite a number of years. Um, By the time I was 16, I got my first job teaching dance. It was sight unseen. The lady had heard about me from somebody else. So she was like, here, have this class. Oh, okay. So looking back, it's cool to see that already at that time, the Lord was preparing me uh, for what he's having me do now. Um, From there, I continued training and dance, continued teaching. 
Um, around that same time, I sustained an injury uh, during one of my dancing, over dancing mm. times. And I didn't go to the doctor because I knew he would tell me to take a break and I didn't want to. So um, that's something that still bothers me today. But that's what the Lord used to show me. Um, I was planning on being a professional dancer. I do remember actually being younger and laying in bed at night and like telling God, like, you can pick where and everything, but this is what I'm going to do with my life. So <laughs> it's kind of funny now, kind of really embarrassing because uh-huh. you don't talk to God like that. But um, sometimes we do, and it's not a good idea. Right. Yeah. But uh, thankfully, he's gracious enough to overlook that. He knows that mm. we're human. He knows that we're his kids. So um that had been my plan, but he used that injury to show me that um, that's that wasn't going to work out. There was no way I could um, like physically undertake the demands of being a professional dancer for very long, even if I could do it at all. So uh, from there, it kind of changed my... I was planning on majoring in dance when I graduated high school, um, but that kind of changed my focus. I ended up majoring in church ministries, and um, through the college, I ended up going with the Lord used classes and people and um, other things just to show me that I was trying to fill my God hole with something else, and that doesn't ever mm-hmm. work. So um, it was cool to see that. And after that, uh, I graduated in December of 2013, and I really hate having free time. I like to have busy time. So within three months, I had four part-time jobs and um, just working like crazy. But after a year and a half of that, um, I kind of felt like it was time to move on from those things. Um, but the Lord just didn't tell me where yet. So he's like, you're not going to be here very long. It's like, okay, but where am I going to be next? So Mm -hmm. I was kind of looking around, um, looking into uh, maybe teaching English as a second language in other countries because I have a heart for missions and stuff like that, but nothing was working out. So it was actually a Monday night. I got a phone call from somebody I used to dance with. All right. So we're sitting in Grace's story on a Monday night, and we're going to stop her right there so we can keep you listening. We're going to get back to Grace in just a minute. But, you know, Martha, you and I, every month, we give away an award in the community called our White Dove Service Award. That's what we call it, right? Yes, okay, good. I want to make sure I have the right it. thing. You know, but what we're looking for is people out in the community to let us know on our Trust Services website when they experience outstanding customer service. And we. We've been using, uh, you've been using for a very long time, over a decade, and I, I went there off and on over a decade, a chiropractic office called Family Life Chiropractic That's in Clearwater, right. downtown mm-hmm. Clearwater. And they have this, there's this amazing employee at Family Life Chiropractic called Mark. Actually, they're all pretty amazing. Well, they are all pretty amazing. But Mark, well, I hadn't been in a while, and really because of the radio show and trust services. We've been very, very busy, and I just hadn't gone. And so Mark calls me and says to me, hey, the water massage bed is missing you. And, he left and you a voicemail. He left me a voicemail. and leaves me this long <laughs> voicemail how the roller bed and the water massage table are missing me, and that they really want you to come back. And I thought... <laughs> That's just amazing. He didn't. He didn't say, "Hey, Jim, come on, we could use some cash. Would you come into the office?" He he made it funny, and and so we had many nominees in February. But Mark from Family Life Chiropractic, welcome to I Work for Him, and congratulations to being our White Dove Award Service winner in 2016 in February. Mark, well, hi, Jim. Hey, hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. Good to hear from you. Well, we're just so grateful for your service and how you always make us feel so welcome at Family Life Chiropractic. And and when you went out of your way to make a phone call, which a lot of people say, well, gosh, I hate calling people and asking for money. You didn't do that. You just made us feel missed. And that's the kind of service that mm-hmm. we're used to in Minnesota. But since we came down to Florida, it's not as common and and you're really stuck it, it, I mean, it really moved me i mean i saved the message i play it every once in a while because it's hilarious <laughs> so great. how long have you been at family life chiropractic 
Well, this year in December will be my 25th year working for Dr. Jarrett at Family Life Chiropractic. Wow, that's that's amazing. I I bet Clearwater was a different place 25 years ago when you guys started. It was, yeah. I I bet it was, but not near as busy as it is now. Mark, you guys do an amazing job. Why don't you just give a little plug for Family Family Life Chiropractic. Martha and I have been customers for a very long time, but talk about what's different about what you guys do, what you and Dr. Jerry do. Well, uh, we are a treatment center uh, for the whole body, and we treat the whole body from a natural perspective. Some people think that chiropractic is just a place to go when you hurt your back, and uh, family life is so much more than that. Uh, The name implies that we are a family practice, and we treat every patient from brand-new newborn babies all the way up to, I think, our oldest patient, uh, Yvonne is 101 years old. We worked on her a couple of days ago. Wow. And um, the doctor's special techniques that are gentle and effective uh, work on everyone. What we do is look at a thing that I like to call the trinity of health. You've got the person's body, uh, the structural component of that, and then there's the chemical and glandular glandular structure of the body that, uh, and also what you eat and things like that. And then there's the spiritual component, which you guys deal with, uh, with your show and our pastors and so on deal with. Those are all important for the health and the well-being of an individual. And uh, we concentrate on not only adjusting the spine and making sure the nervous system is working effectively so that all the systems of the body are doing better, But Dr. Jarrett is world-renowned in the field of nutrition, and we do nutritional handlings on people to help um, support and uh, correct different things that are going on with the body. And um, he he has people literally that travel from all around the world to come and see him. I've got a gentleman that drives in once a month from Atlanta just to see Dr. Jerry, (laughs) and it's quite amazing, but we hear patients from L.A. and New York and things like that call us and say, can't you find somebody like Dr. Jerry in our area? <laughs> That'd be like amazing. I yeah. come to see him every time I come back into town on vacation or on business or whatever, but, you know, there's just nothing like it. And uh, people just need to know that it's a special place and that answers for your health um, can be found there. He's an amazing man. He's a second-generation healer. His mother was a nutritionist back in the 30s and 40s, mm, and he's carried wow. on that tradition. So it's a, it's, it's a passion for him. Uh, we know that um, a body that's not doing well affects the whole community, everyone, you know, their family, oh, yeah. their yeah. workplace. <laughs> It's, it's amazing, Mark. I, I got, we're running up on a break. So I want to sure. say this. I want to say thank you. Thank you for being outstanding in customer service. Thank you for setting the bar high. Keep reaching for it. Thank you for all of the service we always get from mm-hmm. you and your amazing team at Family Life Chiropractic. Congratulations on being our winner, and keep doing great work. We appreciate you mm-hmm. so very much. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. All right, Mark. See yeah, you later. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
All right, we're, you're listening to the I Work For Him radio program on our Radio Roundtable Day. You just got to hear from Mark from Family Life Chiropractic. He won the award for the White Dove Service Award from Trust Services, Martha's my company, for just uh, displaying outstanding service in the community. We and should really say hi to Dr. Jerry and Elian as well, because they're awesome at the office. Yes, we should. We should do that all, yeah. all the time. Okay, <laughs> we, because those guys are great. But Dr. Jerry's in San Diego, and Elian might not be listening. But if she is, hey, Elian! All right, so... But and we're talking with Grace Ando today from Karis Academy of Dance, and Karis Academy of Dance is in St. Petersburg, and Grace was sharing a little bit of her story right before, and I keep having to really think about your name because Karis means Grace, and Grace means Grace, and so all of those things are and the same. And dance is graceful, so not there's a I'm whole. Dan- re- there's not a- when I'm dancing, it's not. <laughs> oh, that's where that conversation went before. Oh. Yeah. It's like, can you teach me? <laughs> that's really not much of a gift that I have. Okay, so so you were on a Monday night. God is working in your life. What's next? Well, so, why don't you review just a little bit more? Just a review. It. Like, what did you say right before Monday night? All right. Before Monday night, pretty much um, I've been dancing my whole life. And at one point, definitely became an idol to me. And God kind of just took it away from me. To, like, took that option away. You're not going to do this right now. But he gave it back to me in a new way. So I wasn't dancing as much anymore, but I was teaching dance. Um, and I was actually teaching dance on a Monday night, and then um, after class, I checked my voicemail, and I have this voicemail from one of my friends that I used to dance with, and uh, she owned a dance studio inside a gymnastics gym, um, Bayside Sports Academy is the gymnastics gym, and she was actually just found out she was pregnant with her second child, and she didn't want to run a business and have two children under two, so I understand that, but um, (laughs) apparently I was the first person she thought of, and she called and said, Grace, I don't want this business anymore. Do you want it? So I was just kind of like, um, no, that sounds scary, and I have plans (laughs) for the next couple of months. Um, I had a couple of missions trips planned that were month-long, and I was like, I just don't Mm -hmm. see how I can take this and still be able to do that. So I came home, and I told my parents, and they're like, Grace, that just doesn't happen every day. Like, you should at least talk to them. (laughs) That's for sure. Yeah, I was like, okay, I guess I should talk to them. That's probably a good idea. So I talked with this lady, and I talked with the owner of the gym, and they pretty much said that uh, we could work it out to make it work. I could still go on my trips. I could take the business um, if that's what I wanted to do. So I prayed about it, and it was just definitely, like, it couldn't have, he could have made it a little more clear. God could have put, like, a neon sign out there. But other than that, <laughs> Wrapped it up in a bow or yeah, something like that. Exactly. I mean, yeah. That, so yeah. it's like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. So it's just been a really neat situation. This was about a year ago, and um, it's a really cool uh, business situation as far as the aspect of a first business. Um, since it's inside the gymnastics gym, uh, I got to name the studio. I hire my own employees. I make my own schedule. Like the business is mine, but I'm inside the gym. So they take care of the actual studio. If I need any like renovations, they will do that. Their faculty takes care of signing up students, um, all that stuff. So wow. yeah, it's That's just neat. been crazy, really cool. So you just get to show up and do what you love. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, a little bit more than that. Yeah. <laughs> She's but, like, I do a little more a little than that. More, yeah. Well, what, what's been the biggest challenge for you so far? Because running a business isn't just for anybody. And you're a dancer, okay? And you love dance. I mean, you've been passionate. You, you talked about the fact that you're an addict. You're a dance <laughs> addict. So how, how di- what's been the most difficult part for you as a business owner? Uh, I think the most difficult part has been um, dealing with finances, knowing how to put all that together. Um, really thankful to Lord that my dad owns his own business, so he's been helping me out a lot with that. But just um, staying on top of things that I don't really like doing has been um, 
that's been one of the hardest things. And then um, it is a little bit of a challenge um, to, I guess, market myself. I don't really like going out and saying like, hey, look at me and what I'm doing. So mm -hmm. um, it's been, um, that's been a bit of a challenge, but the Lord's blessed me in that. So mm, that's neat. So talk about what you, what Karis Academy Dance is all about. What do you, what are you teaching? I mean, what are you trying to get people? I mean, because I asked you on the air, is so it like, okay, is it, will you teach me how to do ballroom dance? And you're like, mm, no, that's not the kind of thing. You know, we're talking ballet and slippers and toes. And yeah, that wasn't my kind of thing. Yes. I could barely stand on two feet. So. Yeah, yeah. Mostly um, classical ballet. That's what I was trained in growing up. Um, we also do a little bit of contemporary jazz. I have a kid's hip hop teacher, Zumba. Um I'm not so funky, so that's why I have another teacher come in and teach me <laughs> a little bit more. See, that's what I should head, say. Yeah. When people ask me if I can dance on it, I can say I'm not so funky. Yeah. There you go. But I'm you're not, not so ballet funky. either, so no. <laughs> I'm go. not sure what category you're in. You know, what, what's amazing is when God puts our our DNA together, I don't, like there's a whole strand missing mine. <laughs> Anything that has to do with rhythm. Mm. So you're teaching classical ballet. Mm. You've got a Zumba teacher, a kid's Zumba, not adult Zumba. Kids hip-hop Kids hip hop. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Kids hip hop and adult Zumba. I got that all messed up, didn't I? <laughs> you could probably do Zumba. What's your passion? I mean, when, when you said, "Listen, I'm going to do this," mm. when you say, when you would describe your passion, mm. part what's coming out in this in Karis Academy of Dance? Well, my passion um, really is choreography because you tell you can tell a story with that. So um, that's why even though classical ballet was my first love, my heart, and that's what I did, um, contemporary kind of morphed into more of that because you can pick the music and put moves to it to tell a story. And mm -hmm. so um, liking to mostly leave things with a message of hope. Um, and then the other biggest thing I would say my mission is for my students would be to have um, discipline and confidence and um, respect. Those are big things because uh, even if I wasn't uh, running a dance studio, my years of taking dance, they have impacted me like incredibly. So I know that the person that I am today, the uh, way that I handle myself, the way I handle situations, a lot of it has to do with the training that I receive from dance. So um, statistically, most people stop taking dance in high school because if you're not going to pursue it professionally, then you can just take it for fun and then people get busy and they do other stuff. But um, so if kids aren't taking it past high school, I want them to be able to leave with something they can use the rest of their life. So if they have those three things, that would be... Mm. That's awesome. Discipline, confidence, and respect. She's like a Baptist preacher. She got a three-point <laughs> sermon. I like that. That's good. Okay, so Grace, you put a Bible verse on your website. Yes. By doing that, you have uh, some people are like, wow, man, she's a Bible thumper. Did you? So why did you put the Bible verse on your website? Uh, well, I put the Bible verse on my uh, my website because um, you asked me a second ago what my mission for the academy is. Well, my mission for my life is to know Christ and to make him known. And so if I'm not doing that, this is an opportunity that I have to do that. And if I'm ignoring that opportunity, um, that's not knowing Christ. That's not making him known. So um, dancing is the talent that he's given me. It's the gift he's given me. And I want to praise him with it. So that's why it's there. And the Bible awesome. verse you chose was what? Uh, Let them praise his name with dancing. And then there's more, but I just put that part on there. But. Well, and that's what it's Psalm 149.3. Mm -hmm. Praise his name with dancing, mm -hmm. accompanied by tambourine and harp. Yeah, we don't do that so much. So no. I, don't, I didn't put that part on the website. <laughs> but, but when they're home and they're practicing, yeah, they could, they right? <laughs> but there's nothing prettier than the tambourine and the harp. That'd yeah. be That's pretty cool. <laughs> Welcome, Tim Pasker with Mark 829 Films. How are you, Tim? 
I'm doing great, Jim. How are you? You know, I'm super excited. You know, when you shared that the glass window was going to come back out on Easter Sunday this year in places all over the country, I was so excited about that. Now, Martha said, no, Jim, I thought it would just be Tampa Bay. But it's not just Tampa Bay. Isn't it in many different cities across the nation? It's in Tampa Bay on broadcast television and then being rolled out on iTunes throughout the nation. Okay, wow. So, Martha, you were right, but because it's going to be on iTunes, it's going to roll out around the world then, because we know that when people sign up to iTunes, you get exposure everywhere. So that's really cool. So, Tim, talk to me about the passion for Behind the Glass Window. Where did the story come from, and why is it so significant that it's going to be broadcast live? Well, not live filming, but that it's going to be played in Tampa Bay on Easter. Well, it's a couple things. Uh, the film originally um, uh, was written in 1994-95, and it was written um, at a time when I was an atheist. And so the story really was a, bit, uh, a nice frolic through uh, a nice frolic uh, through uh, sin. And after I came to faith in Christ, uh, I was throwing the script away, and the Lord said, "No, you're supposed to now turn it into something good." And we literally rewrote everything. It took 14 years to get it into production. And then it was rolled out through a broadcast television syndication in 2011 uh, uh, on Easter Sunday throughout the country. And then just through, uh, through the generosity of the people with more television in Tampa, the number one independent TV station in the United States, uh, they just uh, approached us and said, let's put it back on Easter Sunday and away we go. So uh, it's actually going to air Easter week, and I'm sorry, uh, we just had a programming change. It's going to air on Saturday, the day before Easter, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon uh, throughout uh, Tampa Bay. And that's on more the more Channel station, the more that's Channel. On, that's on more 32. Uh, uh, digital position is 32, Channel 32. Okay. If you're on Verizon or Bright House, that's Channel 12. Uh, a lot of people know the station by its hit program, like the Big Bang Theory. Uh, again, just great people at the station, and they are just that just really went out and supported the film and are putting it on. You know, Tim, one of the things that's amazing about you is that the Lord has laid on your heart a passion for writing films. I mean, and for producing, is it the producing or the writing, or is it both? I mean, it got, you just got a passion for presenting the gospel in a film format. How did, I mean, when did you realize that God had called you to do that? Uh, it, I don't know if it was a, a realization of a calling or just following him and realizing what he was doing. Uh, uh, the film definitely, it, it reaches this particular film. I tell people it's not a perfect film. It's just a really powerful one. And, and what it really, really does is it reaches people either that have been hurt or have walked away from Christ, or it reaches Christians that are really feeling under pressure. Those are the two biggest responses we get. And it just presents Christ in such a way that no one can miss him. And it's, it's just done through a story, a very, very good story that tells about a young man who simply has everything, but he's struggling with his personal relationships. He's really struggling with that until he discovers the secret of the glass window. So if somebody, maybe they don't have cable television, so they can't watch it on, on Saturday, the, what's that, the 25th, right? The 25th, let's see, is this the 12th, the 19th, 26th. So Saturday the 26th. So if you can't watch it Saturday the 26th on More 32 or Channel 12 and Verizon or Bright House, how can they get a copy of this movie? Well, two things. The reason we take this film out to broadcast television is that anybody who has a television set can see it free, even if you don't have cable. MOR is a very powerful broadcaster. So if you've got a TV signal, 
and it's not hooked up to cable, it doesn't matter. You can see it on Channel 32. Okay. As far as how anyone can get the film, you can go to, you can get it two ways. You can go to iTunes today. You can go right now to iTunes. In fact, this is the first time we publicly announced it. It just went live last night, but you can go to iTunes today, oh, just type in the glass window, and it will come right up. You can get it that way, or you can go to mark829.com, and you can request a free copy or receive a free copy uh, uh, by making a donation. Either way, you get it. But right. you know what, Mark? Go ahead. Mark, let's do something right now. Let's give away three copies to anybody who calls now. The first three callers, let's give away three copies. Mm, that's wow, awesome. Tim, Thank that's you. very generous. Uh, call into the studio line now at 877-943-9673. Get your copy of The Glass Window. we got a few copies to give away today. Tim, any last words? Just remind people when they can see this, when they can see this movie. Uh, you can see it on Saturday in Tampa, Florida, Saturday, March 26th, the day before Easter at 2 p.m., on MOR Television. Thank you to all our friends at MOR that made that pop. Mm-hmm. That's all awesome. Right. Tim Paskert with Mark 829 Films. Thanks so much for calling in and making sure everybody knows. And we'll hear from you again on Good Friday. Thank you. God bless. Thanks, all right, Tim. See you, Tim. All right, so if you want to get a copy of The Glass Window, you can call into the studio line at 877-943-9673. Be patient with Joe. He's answering the phone calls and, and and you know, he's not used to having all, you know, so many people lock up on him. So be patient and just keep dialing in. 877-943-9673. Okay, so back to Grace Ando with Karis Academy of Dance. So Martha, you said you had a question. I did. Well, you know, I was talking to Grace a little bit, and she was talking about her heart for um, spending summers on missions trips. In fact, that was the initial reason why you kind of turned down this opportunity to have your own studio, because you'd already signed up to be on some trips that summer. And um, you were kind of questioning, you said to me that you were questioning a little bit about what you were going to do this year now that you had this business and this responsibility. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, it's still up in the air a little bit mm-hmm. right now as far as the length of trips. But um, the Lord's just amazingly been providing um, part of it's through uh, since I trained here in the area um, through dance. I've ha- I have some friends that are professionals now, and one of them comes home every summer. So she has offered to take all my classes over the summer. So it's not just finding someone to fill the spot, but somebody who's actually a professional dancer. Um, a lot of the three-year-olds don't really understand what kind of a treat they're getting there. <laughs> Um, but then also I had recently started praying, uh, for the Lord to grow my business so that I would be able to afford to take the time off to do things like that. And, um, it was like the day after I started perform or praying for that, that, um, I called into the radio and this happened and then I had three people try the next week. So it was just really, um, amazing. You see the Lord's provision on that. It's been really exciting. So being able to see, um, when you're putting your trust out there and you're saying, okay, Lord, I'm asking you, you know, what you want from, for me and trying to be obedient and seeing how he moves is a real testimony. And I hope that that's encouraging our listeners as they're listening that, you know, that it really does make a difference to really pray about the things that you're doing in your business. So talk to me about, you, you got your Bachelor of Arts degree from Clearwater Christian College and, and, you know, we all miss Clearwater Christian College. How are you, you learned a lot of incredible things from there. I, I mean, about so many, because they were very intentional on teaching you how to incorporate your faith or connect your faith in everything you do. How do you incorporate your faith into teaching dance Cause, and ballet? Because it's really ballet, and then you got the Zumba thing going, and you got a little <laughs> hip-hop thing. So people think of hip-hop, they're not thinking about the gospel. Mm-hmm. So how do you incorporate your faith into that? Mm-hmm. I had someone, actually a parent, ask me that recently. She's like, well, how do you teach the Bible and dance? And so I don't 
teach the Bible and dance. I'm teaching dance classes. That's what people are paying for. But, um, you know, the fact that Christ has made an impact on my life, that impacts every decision that I make. And so it um, impacts how I interact with the kids and the parents. It impacts how uh, what music I choose to play. Like you said, a lot of people think of hip hop and they don't think of the gospel. But um, I make sure I know my teachers that what they're teaching is clean, the moves, the music, the costumes. So um, and then uh, being intentional in relationships, um, I have a lot of breaks in between classes, so I'll be able to talk to the kids or talk to the parents after class and um, just actually going on trips or stuff like that. Or if I'm out of town or I'm doing something and they ask why I'm subbing, and that's a good opportunity to tell them about the stuff that the Lord's doing in my life. So being intentional would be a big way that I do that. And then um, also somebody shared with me one time a quote, I guess Billy Graham said it, that coaches impact more people in a year than most people do in their lives. And that's so true because I remember growing up, um, it was a joke in my house that everything was Miss Sarah Says because Miss Sarah was my dance teacher. (laughs) And so half the words out of my mouth were Miss Sarah Says. So just knowing that um, that's the kind of impact that you have, that uh, the gym that my dancer used inside, their T-shirt says professional role models on the back. And I really like that because um, you just really, you have an impact. Kids look up to you when you're doing Mm -hmm. stuff like that. You know, as a missionary to the dance mission field, you have the ability to impact people. But where do you go to get filled? Where Where are you involved in a local body of Christ? Uh, I go to Suncoast Community Church in Largo. Uh, that's my church home. I've been going there for about six years now. So how does your pastor encourage you that your workplace is your mission field? Uh, he encourages me just by uh, every week he's very faithful to bring the word and every uh, single sermon that he has is brought back to. So now what do you do about it? And I think that that's very important. I think that if you're just giving people information or if you personally are just studying information and that's it, all you're doing is making yourself more accountable at the end of the day, if you're not going out there and using it. So he's very good about, um, bringing it back to the gospel, no matter what he's talked on about, what does that look like in your life? Now go do it. So, so for someone who's passionate and addicted to dance, what do you go do for fun? Cause you are, you, everything you do all day long is fun. Yes. So how do you, and what do you do for when you're done dancing for the day? What do you do for fun? What, what is you are a business owner. You're having to deal with books and now you're talking about marketing, which by the way, we can help you with that at trust services. Just in case anybody out there listening also wants to know, we can do a lot of things for you. We can help you with a lot of back office stuff, but what do you go do for fun? How do you round yourself out? Cause a lot of people exercise. That's their fun part. You exercise all day long. Right. Um, I go get coffee with my friends. That's pretty much um, what I like to do for fun. Um, just actually getting involved with local ministry stuff. A lot of people think that that's time consuming. They ask me like, oh, like what, uh, is it hard for you to give up your weekends? But like Jesus told us that he was here to give us abundant life. And that's where we find it in being like him and doing the things that he would have us do. So that's really fun to me to go out and get involved in stuff like that. So that's cool. You know, what, when people are like Grace's Academy of Dance, you can find them online at karisacademyofdance.com. What's the last thing? I mean, you've shared your heart. You've made it obvious that, listen, the Lord gave you this ministry, which you call a business, and you um, you just open to whatever he's going to do with it. I mean, that's pretty obvious. You're like, okay, I just want to be obedient. Yeah. And he's going to use all the things I've been learning all my life. That's what you've said. What do you really want people to know? when You say, hey, if your kid wants to do this, this is why you should call me. What What is that category? What, what, what do you want to say to people? Yeah, if your kid wants to dance, then um, 
just Caris Academy Dance is just going to be a healthy environment for that. It's going to be a place where uh, they're going to feel safe. It's going to be a place where they're going to have a voice to say what they're going to say. But it's also going to be a place where they learn, like I said earlier, respect and discipline and commitment. It's um, learning teamwork. Uh, a lot of people don't think about dance as a team sport, but um, when you're together with other people in class, um, respecting each other, getting in the same timing as each other. So it's just really... Um, the focus is on growing the kids. So mm-hmm. that's, that's great. cool. All right. We're talking today with Grace Ando from Karis Academy of Dance down in St. Petersburg. If you want to find out more about her and her amazing business and ministry, Karis Academy of Dance.com. She puts her faith in her feet. That's what she does. <laughs> She's just sharing her testimony on how God really just laid this business into her hands using the passions of her heart. You know, Martha, we want to, it's been a great conversation with Grace, but I want to make sure we highlight a couple of things. Yesterday, of course, it was casting crowns at the Strawberry, Strawberry Festival. Festival. And of course, the weather was perfect. But we didn't go. For the last 58 years, we've been going to the Strawberry Festival and it's 40 degrees and raining when we go to casting crowns or Mercy Me or whoever it may be. And of course, yesterday we don't go. Because I get sick and tired of getting rained on, and the weather was perfect. Yeah, coulda, shoulda, woulda. No, that's okay. I got their CD. I'll just listen to it. <laughs> All right, but next week on the show, I got some really cool guests coming up. Identity and Destiny comes back on Monday. Giving away some copies of Identity and Destiny. Identityanddestiny.com. It is a course that every Christ follower in America should go through. Tune in on Monday. Tuesday, we scored one of the biggest interviews of our lifetime. We're very excited about this. Shanti Feldhahn going to come on and talk about the good news about marriage. Mm-hmm. She is a statistician, a researcher, and she's got good news for you to hear about marriage. Wait till you tune in on Wednesday or Tuesday. Wednesday, we got the Nehemiah Project coming in, talking about the Urban Initiative, the work that local churches are doing to encourage business growth in the urban environment. And Thursday, all about Kingdom Advisors. We've got the president of Kingdom Advisors coming on to talk about how you and me, all of us that give advice on a financial basis can be involved in Kingdom Advisors. And on Friday, another rare guest day on Friday, we bring back into the studio Mm -hmm. Taiwan and Shanae Simmons talking about their ministry, Get in Touch, and their book, Get in Touch, The ABCs of a Strong Christian Marriage. Really uh, an action-packed week. It will be. It's we better get some rest this weekend. (laughs) Grace, thanks for being on the show with us today. You did a beautiful job. We really appreciate Mm -hmm. it. Thanks for having me. You bet. Hey, as we come to the end of another I Work For Him radio program, I'm really hoping that something you heard today from Grace and her testimony inspires you to look for the Lord's hand in your life because he does amazing things. Sometimes we just need to wait to see what he does. And sometimes when something like an adversity of of an injury, God can use it for his glory and his honor, especially in his timing. So thanks for tuning in today. When you get home today, please consider going out to iWorkForHim.com and joining the iWorkForHim nation. It's going to change your life. Make that commitment to start praying for your coworkers and employees today. You know, we learned today from hearing Grace's story that our faith can be strengthened by hearing other people's stories. But what Grace shared with us is that the Lord just orchestrated an entire series of events to make it obvious what she was supposed to do with this talent and passion that he laid on her life for a lifetime. That she every day gets to pour into the lives of young people and their parents 
and encourage them to seek a passion, to be active, but also she gets to share her life with people. And in sharing her life with her students and their parents, she gets to share what Christ has done in her life. Sometimes she gets to do it verbally, sometimes she just gets to demonstrate it, but she's using the talent, the passion that God has given her, and it's making a difference in people's lives. In fact, it's gonna make a huge difference. Check her out online at karisacademyofdance.com. You've been listening to the I Work For Him radio program with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers and we own our own business, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him.